Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Deacon Bob, seeing humor and hope in a crazy world. And I'm Deacon Bob. And I'm Father Dave. What is that about? It sounds like last week. <laughs> what was up? What was up with the, the sound last week? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's people like you who just grab the no, microphone and true. cup it and that's, break stuff. That's wrong. That's wrong. It could be wrong. It could what be was wrong. up with it, man? It's a mystery. It's a mystery of faith. I don't know. I don't know. It was funny. Bob Bob texted me. Actually, I thought it was a pretty good show. Well, we always do. Um, do we? <laughs> do <laughs> do we? Fair enough. Fair do enough. We? I mean, sometimes we turn it off and we go, well, we did what we could. <laughs> well, we filled time. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I thought it was a pretty good show. So he texted me. He goes, I don't think we've got anything. Uh, he goes, we could do it again. I said, there's no way we can do it again. Yeah. And something was just weird wrong with it. Yeah. Shout out to Patrick Grace. Yes. Patrick uh, is, who, is, is awesome. He is a hero. That's what it sounded like, actually. That was that, awful. That sound effect you just, was there. When you do that, you scare people, Bob. I scare the children. Once again, I wake up children. That's right. In nightmares and, and whatnots. Um, yeah, thank you, Patrick. We ended up pulling the, the audio off my iPhone that records the video. And so it wasn't too bad, but uh, we're grateful that all of you we are. stuck the fact with that, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even listen to the whole thing. Was it? You could get through it, I suppose, right? I, I maybe yeah. I, I didn't listen to the whole thing. Do you listen to our podcast? Uh, well, <laughs> sometimes I do because I edit it. Clearly, sometimes you don't. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> but we are grateful for all of you who do, and at least we heard it as we're giving it as we're talking to each other. Yeah, the point of us is here. Exactly. You know, it's really we had a. a I remember that time I did like my own podcast. Yeah, I did I, like, baseball. And I closed with a song, and you were like, what song? I was like, oh, you clearly didn't hear the whole thing through, <laughs> did you? We had, again, we had opening, let's see, Parents Weekend and Homecoming this weekend. Yeah. And people were very pleased. They, they say they enjoy the podcast very much, so yeah. that's fun. And a shout-out to Miriam, uh, who I think is seven or eight years old. Yes. And she's a huge fan of the huge. podcast. She came up to me during a soccer game, and she said, are you Bob Rice? I watch your podcast. And I said, oh, that's cute. And I was just thinking like, oh, maybe she like kind of saw it. No, she was quoting her oh, favorite moments of the show. That's so fantastic. Miriam, thank you. And her dad that lets her watch it when she's a good girl. You're the best dad ever. Let her watch a little extra yeah. just because we said so. That's, that's fantastic. She thought the funniest thing was the banana ball episode. Because it's banana so, ball. So Miriam, I think it's time for you to go to bed. <laughs> But what's uh, this other one? Pickleball. What is pickleball? So he, he uh, Bob texts me and he goes, uh, "Here, this is it." Or, or like he made reference yeah, Drew to Drew Brees. Like, I, I saw a thing and I thought Drew Brees bought a banana ball. A banana team. ball. Thing. Pickleball is, it's kind of like tennis. It's on a smaller court. The ball is not as bouncy. Um, is it yeah. like one on one versus one? Or yeah, is it or a doubles. Team you can play doubles. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just in, from that perspective. Actually, I think it scores. I'm not positive. I think it scores actually the same way that tennis does. Okay. But it's it's big. Yeah, it's actually really, it's getting really big. And mm. I've never done it, but it looks fun. It, it doesn't quite look like it's as much running, nor is it as fast as tennis. Much okay. smaller court. Um, yeah, it looks what, fun. What does the, uh, the, the, is there a pickle? No, it's a ball, but it's not a, it's not a bouncy, bouncy ball like a tennis ball. It's a pickleball. That's it. That's yeah. all we're gonna get. Is it green? Um, no. Is but it like what do you mean? Is that like all we're bumps gonna get? on it? Well, I'm five just trying minutes to ago, you didn't know what it was. Well, you're so. supposed to. You said, "Oh, I know all about pickleball." I'll explain oh, it to you. Did, let's let's replay the tape. Did I really say? <laughs> all right, it was before the show started. Have everybody. you seen that commercial? Let's what? replay the the tape like it's a husband and wife, and they go, 
I didn't say that. Oh, you said that. Let's replay it. A red, oh, red right. things come in and they go back and they watch me. He goes, well, maybe you did say it. So, no, I don't know. I don't know. Talk to people who played it. All right, next, next, not next episode, because next episode. Oh, Bob, next episode. Why don't we just go right there? Really? Yeah. You ready? Yes. We haven't talked to any sports or anything like that? I know. Well, we just talked about pickleball. You just assumed then that it was not a sport. Okay, but the baseball season's almost over, so we need to say that. Okay. How are the Guardians doing? Um, the Guardians made the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and October I think, I think October is when there's left. playoffs, right? Yeah, normally I think it would be over by now, but because of late season, I think maybe there's two games left. Okay. It's possible that the Nationals will finish with the worst record. I should have looked at before uh, uh, before I came in, but uh, they're not making the playoffs. Wait, the worst record this season or ever? No, in the Major League, just okay. this season. Yeah. Just this season. Yeah. 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 How did Tampa Bay do this week? Oh, we got spanked. Is Is... Tummy hurt? No, I don't think so. Right. You know, interestingly enough, we scored more points in the game. We got 31 points, which was higher than the, pr- the previous games. And, and lost. Who did you lose to? We lost to the Chiefs. Oh, the were, Chiefs are just team. on fire. And they Denver, on I, mean, fire. I mean, I was honestly, I was thinking Russell Wilson. They lost again. You know, there is no dominant. So there's one undefeated team. Do you know who that team is? Yes, I do. Isn't that amazing? The Eagles. Yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles. Who fly, Eagles, fly, it? everybody. Who would have thunk All that the far? Philly fans. Both of you. You don't care that everybody else hates you, but we're proud of you. We are. Um, but there's no runaway. They're the only undefeated they're team the with only four, one. four games in. Yeah, four and oh, they're the only one. That's crazy. Okay, who did? Who was your pick? I think I had the Buffalo Bills to win it. Who did you pick to uh, win? The, the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. Yeah. <laughs> well... Anyway, anyway, we'll, we'll anyway. see what happens. Okay, a couple of other things. By the that, way, but, just to say, you know what? When the Bucks won a Super Bowl two years ago against the Chiefs, um, oh, that's right. They yeah. were a wild card team. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> what do you think about the cheatings? There are two major cheating scandals going on in the world right now. In the sport? Yes. You're not, you're Is it not, the Astros again? No, oh. it's bigger than that. Okay, and by the way, sorry to Heath Garcia, who's a big Astros fan and listens to that's us. Right, he, Heath. he specifically said, could you stop? Just let that go. And I have. And well, good luck. Of, How are the Astros of, doing? You know, I don't even, I, honestly, it's, I don't think I've even looked at the standing since I got back from Europe. It's been a busy week. Yeah, I understand. Um, chess. Like the, cheat, you, how can you cheat in well, chess? That's what everybody's asking. The world champion, this guy, Magnus, I don't remember his last name. Well, if you name a kid Magnus, he's yeah, going to play gonna chess. He's going to play chess. Well, yeah. and the guy that cheated was Hans. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, they, they pump you up. That's uh, right. But yeah, so apparently this kid's 19 years old. He's admitted to cheating in the past. And now this, like the world champion is saying that he cheated. So it's a huge scandal. Are they taking, is like taking like steroids or something? Like how do you, how do you cheat in chess? Well, uh, on the online chess, he, oh. he cheated. But uh, in person, that's what they're asking is how did he do it? Yeah. Nobody really knows. But he, but they know he did it. Well, it seems that he did. I'm not going to get into the detail. We'll have, someday we'll have Father Gregory as a guest. guest I think if you can cheat in chess live, you should get an extra prize. Yeah, that's I right. mean, that is, that's, that's, I mean, these are like, chess people are like the most brilliant people ever. So if you can if like, you can pull that off, pull one over on a chess person. You're right. You're that's, right. That's amazing. So he should be lauded. It's just like when Captain Kirk cheated go. at the Kobayashi Maru test Here we and go. he got a promotion. Here we go. 
Okay, the other one, the other scandal. This is even a bigger scandal in the than, world than of the sports. Chess, than yes. the chess cheating? Yes. Hard to believe there could be. Yes. But go ahead. Walleye fishing up in. <laughs> they were, so these, these guys brought in these fish and they, okay. they weighed them and they were like 17 pounds. And people are looking at it and says. Is that unusual for walleye? Well, this was several of them. And they're okay. looking at these fish and they go, they just don't look that big mm. they had shoved weights down the fish's that throat that is awesome isn't that crazy yes. so people look at it there's no way that fish weighs seven pounds yeah. so they cut him open and he was full of weight <laughs> they put splinters and stuff and in they're like wow that, that yeah, fish must yeah, have yeah, ate yeah, a lot yeah, before yeah. we caught we, him we had nothing to do with it that's yeah. the way we caught him so is that how you gauge the awesomeness of a fish the weight of the, the weight, fish yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. not so, the size the weight they usually are corresponding, yeah. And that's the thing is they looked at the fish. It wasn't as long. It didn't, his girth wasn't. And they're like, this just doesn't look right. Did they think they'd get, of course, people always think they'd get away with it. Yeah, that's right. But right. these are major, major scandals that so are going on. The fact that you're not aware of them. Well, the walleye thing, I'm so, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to give you yeah, the yeah, moment yeah, of, of glory with that. I like to play like the dumb side. You call yourself sometimes. a sports fan. Yeah, 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 exactly. Anyway. We had a golf tournament on Friday. How'd you do? Why is everyone in the West so concerned about how people did and scores and stuff? Isn't it? Can't you just enjoy the game? Are you talking about Western culture in general? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy the game? I did. Okay. That's the, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Did somebody win? Was it a tournament? Uh, it was a fundraiser. It's called the President's Open. So, so the the children won. Yes, the children. It was a fundraiser for Baron Athletics. It was a great. Honestly, were you in town on Friday? When did you leave? I was not only in town on Friday. I played at Bennigan's with John Paul von Arx. And when I went down there, you weren't there. What did you quit at nine at night? Absolutely, I played from seven to eight, and Good I was Lord. out of there. I was actually driving away, and I saw you pull up, and I thought I'd wave, and it was just too much effort. My wrists were very <laughs> yeah. tired after playing accordion. The for accordion night. that would happen. Yeah. So, All but right. uh, that was nice. But then I was in, um, I went to Wisconsin this weekend. I was in Fort At Atkinson, Atkinson. It was great. I uh, met some wonderful people at a parish. Oh, here's the thing. Detroit Airport. Yeah. When you go been to the Detroit Airport. Well, have you been there recently? Uh, yes. But my guess is you were flying Delta. Of course. I'm flying United. I'm in a different terminal. Oh, that's the gross terminal. Isn't it? No. Really? No. Anyway, well, in the cool Delta terminal. Okay. They have this sign as you walk in that says, Welcome prepare yourself for mind-blowing technology. Wow. Wow. That's, and that's like, a lot and of Now technology. I'm like, I don't know. My mind doesn't get blown that easily, right? Why so, would it? So I went up and I'm like, all right, what do I Blow do? Blow my mind, baby. And so it was like just this desk in the middle of like the big lobby area. And there's a huge TV screen behind it. And she said, well, uh, let me see your boarding pass. I said, okay. Uh, and I put my boarding pass down. And she said, okay, you can go look at your information on the screen. So I walk a few you steps behind this desk. All your children, all their DNA, well, your yeah, social security right. number. Well, first of all, I wasn't very impressed. So I just said, welcome, Robert. Um, your flight is this. It's 15 minutes. And it had like a little map to walk me to the, the thing. And mm -hmm. I thought, well, I mean, I guess that's interesting, kind of. I felt a little bit like now everybody in the airport is seeing what flight I'm on and, and where and I'm going to go if they want to attack me. But Wait, that's the, that's the, the crazy. guy. That's the they But the here's what's guy. crazy. So there's some, there were some women a few steps away from me uh -huh. saying, I can't believe I can see my information up there. So I was like, what? So I went back to the person and I'm like, who can see what I see? And she said, you're the only one. It can handle up to 80 people, 80 different people looking at the screen will see only their information up there. And that was mind-blowing technology. 
Isn't your mind blown at this moment? How do they do it? I asked her that. She said that it's like a location thing. Like within that screen are like thousands and thousands of little LED projector things, lights. And they literally aim to exactly where I'm standing. And a camera as I'm moving moves the little. And it does it with like up to 80 people. That's weird. It's crazy. Mind blown. Good job. Good job, Detroit. Good job, Delta. Hundredth episode, though. That's. I'm glad we didn't go into the hundredth episode just yet because okay. that was worth talking about. Okay. You seem to have lost all your enthusiasm. About That's it. really crazy. I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, yeah, it, like dude, if it's you'd have really gone back weird. and forth, it just it kind of follows you. Yeah, you walk around. You kind but of. How does it know it's use you? I know, right? It does, though. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Can I just say one thing about technology real quick? So coming back through customs in Germany. All mm-hmm. right. So it's all automatic. The customs area is all automated, which is. You didn't meet any people there. You're just there. You go through this thing. You put your, your passport. You go through this thing like the camera lowers and raises depending on how high you are. And it kind of surrounds your head and your face. It takes your picture and you walk through. That's all fine. Unless. I mean, I, I just honestly, truth be told, I felt sorry for the, there was a couple of people that were quite elderly and they were just so, they didn't know what to do. I honestly, I really felt sorry for them. They didn't know what to do. It, it quote unquote, wasn't working. I just don't think they were doing it right. Right. But then. But there wasn't somebody to help no, them? No, no. And that's just it. There was nobody there. And then people are getting frustrated behind them. I mean, right. it's a great idea if it, if it works. Right. Yeah. Technology is always wonderful. But, but if it works. Right. And they should have had somebody there to help. So. Mind was not blown. No. Mind was frustrated. Get on the stick, Germany. What? Is that not a phrase? It is now. It is now. We're we're pretty much trendsetters, wouldn't you say? People fashion draft behind us all the time. Yeah. And that brings us to our hundredth yep. episode. We, I'm so excited, Bob. It, I can't tell you. It's going to be amazing. So we actually amazing. We actually did plan something. Um, but we're not going to have an episode next week because of our mutual travels. But two weeks from now, two weeks, we will have a hundredth episode 100. that you will not forget the rest of the day that you hear. No, you maybe, maybe by in the, the end evening, of the show, you will remember you'll the remember show. everything. Um, and so what we'd like is we need all you hopesters out there to email hopesters? us. That's their name. Have we ever done that before? I think we just did it. It just came. Uh, hope at franciscan.edu. What is your favorite moment of the show? And we will try to hit, hit some highlights of our hundred episodes. Um, what was some of your favorite moments of the show? Just off the top of your head, what what was a favorite moment for you? Just to kind of like prime the pump. Like, what what should they be thinking? I there was that one time. Um, I'm trying to remember what episode it was, but I went to the Detroit airport, and there was this like mind blowing technology. Oh, I remember that, that one. Was, I remember that. It was one. incredible. I don't want to go over it, but yeah, it was it was nuts. How about yourself? Um. The time we were talking about pickleball mm. Mm, was fantastic. We have such good memories. Yes, we do. <laughs> Hope at franciscan.edu. We would love to hear. It should be fun. Uh, and there's some, there's some special things about it, and we're going to have some little giveaways. Really? We should, yeah. Okay. Now you just said it. It has to happen. Well, we'll give something away. Your fries are the worst. I know you get. Do you guys just have just a closet of gifts oh, yeah. people give you? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I love getting presents from Friars. I always think, like, I wonder who, yeah, who gave, gave this that to, to you. them. Yeah, you guys don't go out shopping. No, but we're gonna we're we're gonna have little giveaways. I don't know how we're gonna do it for people who are not live. 
Should we tell them it's going to be live? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's always live. Oh, you mean like we might broadcast it yeah, live? Yeah. I don't know if we're going to do that or not. Okay, that we that might, might be advanced. We just technology. may record it live. I think though. we're just going to yeah, record it live it. in front of students, and it'll be a lot of fun. Live so. in front of a studio audience. So not next week, sadly, but the following week, uh, we're going to do that. So those of you listening and watching, uh, we won't have an episode next week, but we'll be back the following week, and then we'll be back to our week-to-week schedule. Yesterday was the Feast of the Guardian Angel. Oh, yeah. Do you have a devotion like to your guardian angel? Is that something you think about? You think about him much? His name is Steve. Okay, I think we talked about this. I think we did. This could be one of your favorite memories, but it's a great week. I mean, you've got it Therese, is. yeah, guardian. Well, even before Therese, archangels. Yep. You know what's cool? Um, the uh, I realized this last time around with the archangels that between all my kids. I've got all the archangels as confirmation saints. Oh, it was confirmation. Okay. So my oldest son, John, took Michael. Okay. My third son, Bobby, took Raphael. And okay. my son, Joseph, took uh, Gabriel. Cool. cool. And Gabriel means strength of God. Which is appropriate. And I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, I had the mass this on the Feast of the Archangels this year, and I preached mostly on Michael. You know, I was, I was really struck by the scriptures from Revelation. And it says, you know, Michael fought, went to war against... The Satan mm-hmm. and and then what the text says, um, there was not a place for him in heaven, mm. and he got thrown out. And I was just reflecting on that needs to be my story, right? That there isn't a place in my heart or there isn't a place in my life that it's so full of Jesus, it's so full of grace that there's just not a place for the evil one. Uh, and then and you get rid of it by casting things out or by adding. So I just thought that was kind of an interesting. I found myself thinking about that. The officer that. readings for that day, I think it was the venerable. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he said it's, it's really beautiful. Yeah, it is very beautiful. And I liked what he said. This is when he talked about being strength of God. But you always think of Michael, you know, as the as the big angel, right? And they're the all awesome. Guy. But v, you know, Bede suggested that well, the big Mike, the the greatest honor would go to. You know, the strongest angel, and Gabriel's name means strength of God. And it was like, oh, yeah, for, you know, announcing that Christ was coming into the world. I thought that was kind of cool. That's kind of cool. But, yeah, it is a beautiful thing. I'm so grateful for both the Feast of the Archangels and the Guardian Angels because I just have to be honest. I get I get caught up in the world, and I forget that there's a spiritual battle going mm-hmm. on. You yeah. know, I'm not— I. Yeah, I'm, that's not, I'm not cognizant enough yeah. of what's really happening around us, and so I'm, I'm always grateful for— those feasts to go, that's right. I mean, yeah. You know, because as you're saying, you know, do I have a devotion to the guardian angel? Sometimes I do, yeah, but... when you're in a jam. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, you know, I honestly don't think about it a lot. You know, it's, that's the other thing I said about that, is that the the battle is against the enemy. It's yeah. it's against principalities. It's not against one another. And I think we have a tendency to, to see the other, whoever that person is, yeah. whatever that person is, is like they're the enemy, and they're not. And that title and that line from Revelation about the accuser of brothers being thrown out, I always think of all the names that, you know, when I reflect on the devil, it's the accuser of brothers. Yeah, it's yeah, the accuser. That's really when good. I find in my own mind, in my heart, when I'm the accusing, accuser. you yeah, know, yeah, I, really I mean, good. it could be the accuser of brothers, the accuser of spouses, yeah, yeah. the accuser of government, you know, like whatever friends, it is, like that, friends, friends yeah, all those things me. that we just, you we walk me. around, I do accuse you. Accuse you. me all the time. I do. Of goodness. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. But I think all of those things are, you know, just again, a reminder, you're right. It's not it's not just about flesh and blood. It's not about each other. Uh, if anything, the devil is pitting us against each other and using that as a way to hurt God. Yeah, there was a, um, 
a podcast I listen to, I, I always forget his name, but it's called The Art of Disagreement. And that's one of the things he says is that we live in a world and a culture that we just can't disagree with each other anymore. So what we do is we have to demonize the other. Mm. We have to look on them with contempt because if we look at them as if they have anything valid, it, it's almost as if we have to dismiss their entire person so as to be able to dismiss their argument. And, and he says it's just such an unfortunate yeah. situation that we find ourselves in that we can't discuss or debate on the merit of, a, of an argument right. or, or topic, but we have to demonize the other person. I remember when I took debate class in high school, um, but it was something cool. It was like, you know, when you're losing the argument, people start attacking the person. Yes. Today yes, we yes. just start we with attacking personal, the person. That's right. Let, yeah, like we, there's no argument. We're just attacking. I hate you, I hate you. Great, we'll yeah, just cut to that yeah, chase yeah. really, Pass really quickly. not collect $200. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but really doing that is... Um, yeah, it's an important thing to be able to listen to each other and to love. But yep, yep. Um, And, of course, as we're recording this, you just came back from the transitus. I did. I forgot that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. It's been a long day. <laughs> it's like an hour ago. It's been a really long day. Fair enough. All right, yeah, so the transitus is, Francis actually died on the evening of the 3rd. Okay. So on the evening of the 3rd, the 4th is obviously the feast, but on the evening of the 3rd, uh, all Franciscans gather together. For the feast of the transitus, and it's just that it's remembering. Of, what does transitus mean? Like the transition to yeah, from from death from to life. Death life. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And and it was actually really wonderful. One of our friars, who's uh, in temporary vows, so he's on his apostolic year, preached because you don't have to be a priest to preach okay. at this. Uh, and that's what he said. He goes, you know, we we come together this evening, uh, Francis's death, but I want to suggest that maybe he was never more alive than he was tonight. Mm. Which just a really good line. So yeah, and you know, honestly, Bob, I was so pleased that chapel was packed. Yeah. Yeah, it was just packed. It was really, it's a beautiful, I mean, it's a simple service, um, prayers you remember. You, Don't you bring in like his robe on like a... You do sometimes. We, okay. we chose to do it a little bit different this time. Oh, what did yeah. you do? We did mostly just the text of the evening that Francis died, and then we had we have relics of Francis. Yeah. So we had a, nice. a veneration of the relics, which oh, was really beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. then we had a little, we had a party at the T.O.R. sister's place. Boy, do they know how to party. They can rock yeah. and roll. They know how to party. Yeah. Yep. As the water was Coca-Cola chilled. Coca-Cola with water, caffeine? No, no Coke. No, oh, okay, no. not that crazy. The water was chilled. Not that crazy. Yeah, it was great. You know, speaking of parties and cool stuff, I just want to, uh, we keep putting off our Franciscan University promo. but um, We're going to do it next week. We're going to do it two weeks from now. Um, I am just so impressed looking at our bulletin, the amazing stuff that's going on at Franciscan University these days. Um, you know, both of all the Francis of Assisi stuff, the homecoming weekend we just had, obviously the president of Hungary just visited us. Uh, we've got some really great things coming up. You're going to talk to the founder of Hallow, mm-hmm. uh, that, that app, yep. Yep. Um, you know, which I'm sure will be online as well. Uh, we've got um, lectures, Restoring a Nation conference, uh, Vatican II at 60. Mm-hmm. At 60 yeah, years, yeah. I'm really excited of, about that. We have a couple of speakers coming in. For yeah, that. Ralph Martin's week. coming in, yeah. Alan Shrek, uh, Deborah Savage, uh, and a panel discussion led by Father Dave Pavanka, T-O-R. Did you know that? Of course. And then at the end of the month, we have a uh, conference of the Ratzinger slash Benedict Foundation. Um, it's just exciting. I yep, mean, it's just, yep. you know, it's like school is in session, and there is not only the classes that we're doing, but just so many other Wonderful and amazing things that are happening at Franciscan. Okay, and now we have, we take a break from our regularly scheduled program and ask Bob a question. Bob, how's your sabbatical coming? 
Are you suggesting that maybe I've been busy doing other things during my sabbatical? I'm talking as your friend, not as a university president. <laughs> I'm just wondering. Um, that is a great question. Yeah, I am on sabbatical this semester. And uh, part of it is I'm doing uh, some consulting work, which has been going exceptionally well. Good. And then the other part is to start writing a book, which I'm just starting to write. I actually had a, a great uh, meeting with the publisher actually oh, cool, about cool. it. And I'm submitting a table of contents. Could I suggest so. you begin the book in the beginning? Mm. Right you are. <laughs> Weird you are. Right so, you uh, are. But it's going, it's going well. But it is, um, you know, it's funny. I, I thought I would have more time than I have. It's like anything. If you're not really structured with your time, there can be a thousand different things that, Absolutely. you know, pull away from it. So uh, it's uh, keeping a focus. So thank you for your support, Father Dave and your prayers, and for everybody at home praying for me. Though I don't think there's a lot of sympathy for a guy that gets to take a few months off of work to do other work. Can I Can I just point out that for those of you who are not watching, I was the one who pointed, pushed those he's, buttons. He's pushing my buttons, everybody, just like he does every episode. Stop it. Baseball. There you go. I like that. That's the, that's the one to push. All right, Bob, we ready uh, to go? Yeah, and you're actually going to read it this I time. Am. This I is am. exciting. So we are continuing our, I wonder we flipped through Philippians, and we are in Philippians chapter 3, and verse we 12. are beginning with verse 12 for the rest of the chapter. And verse 12, it says, It is not that I have already taken hold of it or have already attained perfect maturity, but I continue my pursuit in hope that I may possess it, since I have indeed been taken possession of by Christ Jesus. Brothers, I, for my part, do not consider myself to have taken possession. Just one thing, forgetting what lies behind, but straining forward to what lies ahead. I continue my pursuit towards the goal, the prize of God's upward calling in Christ Jesus. Let us then, who are perfectly mature, adopt this attitude. And if you have a different attitude, this too God will, re will reveal to you. Only with regard to what we have attained, continue on the same course. Join with others in being imitators of me, brothers, and observe those who's con who's thus conduct themselves according to the model you have in us. For many, as I have often told you, and now tell you even in tears, conduct themselves as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is their stomach. Their glory is their shame. Their minds are occupied with earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we also await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will change our lowly body to conform with his glorified body by the power that enables him to bring all things into subjection to himself. Amen? The word of the Lord. Gloria a Dios. All right, so uh, one, one thing that struck me was this sense, particularly in the first ver in the first paragraph, uh, verses twelve to fifteen or sixteen, and Paul's talking about how I've not already taken hold, but I have not attained perfect maturity. I continue in my pursuit, pursuit yeah. of hope. Um, but that idea of maturity, uh, there's there's been all kind of debate on what that word is. In that perfect maturity is um, almost like. Uh, that the, the word for perfection is almost like growing up, is maturing, mm. so that you've got a child, but growing to that perfect maturity in Christ Jesus um, is is this process that one goes through. Again, it, it's a consistent theme that we see of Paul, that we hear of Paul, is that 
um, the journey is never over. So he right. says, we're not merely looking at the past. We're not looking at what's been done. We're not going to rest on our laurels, but we're continuing to look forward. He says, obviously, in hope, which is really beautiful, but that continuing, continuing to look forward, recognize that what we've done, he uses in another term, it's straw, it's rubbish in the past, right? so that we continue to move forward in that. But but again, it's that process that we've not reached full maturity. Uh, we're not totally, we've not, um, he says in the verse 15, we're not perfectly mature, but we need to continue to strive for that. And I, I love, you know, if you ever have a chance to, I mean, hopefully you'll read through the letters of Paul, but um, in the Bible, the letters of Paul are actually, uh, they're not published in chronological order. They're published by length, oddly enough. So Romans is the first letter because it's the longest, and then 1 Corinthians is the second longest, and they put 2 Corinthians next to it. Mm-hmm. So um, it's cool if you just go online, and there's a little bit of debate sometimes as to the order of the letters, but if you read the letters in order, you really start seeing this very beautiful narrative of Paul and this running the race analogy. Right. And, uh, you know, here he's probably, this is one of the middle-ish letters you know, that, that he wrote. Uh, and he uses this analogy a couple other times in letters where he's saying, like, look, I'm, I'm striving, I'm forgetting what's in be, you know, behind, Looking I'm, I'm pressing right, on right. towards it. But what's beautiful is when you get to what is probably his last letter, which is Second Timothy, he writes, um, I'm already being poured out like a libation. The time of my departure is at hand. I have competed well. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. From now on, the crown of righteousness awaits me, which the Lord, the just judge, will award to me on that last day. And so you just get a sense of different stages of Paul's life, but this constant battle, this constant you know, race and this running for, for faith. Um, the, uh, sometimes there's like a question of like, what, is, what does Paul mean by salvation? And sometimes even when you talk to some Protestants, they believe once saved, always right, saved, right. which by the way is not all Protestants. You know, that's just some... Some denominations uh, believe that. But Paul talks about salvation really in three ways. He talks about how he was saved, which is what Jesus Christ did on the cross. Mm -hmm. He talks about he is being saved, you know, which is the the work of redemption that God is doing in his life. And then he's talking about he will be saved, you know, which is what he's awaiting for at, at his death. And I think that attitude of the Lord saved us and the Lord is saving us and the Lord will save us and seeing it as... It, it, it's a race, and you don't plateau. You don't kind of get a prize, and then right. you're done. You rest on your laurels. That ties into his earlier theme of working out salvation in fear and trembling. Um, and he's just talking about, you know what? I'm going to forget what's behind me, and I'm going to strain to what lies ahead, and that's the hope. You know, we right. talk, we've talked so many times on this podcast. Hope is a vision of eternity. Hope is rooted in the confidence of what Jesus Christ has done for us and the salvation that he has won for us, and the fact that he is coming again. And I like, <laughs> it's almost like a little bit of shade at the end of it. He's like, so I hope you understand that. Uh, if you don't, well, God will reveal it to you. Yeah, yeah. you know, th- those, of us, those of us who are mature, Perfectly mature get it. Growing. If you don't, you know what, it's okay. Hang in there, kids. God will tell you someday. Yeah. Uh, but we should all just keep going uh, you know, going forward. And then he makes this comparison. Oh, one more thing about this as the next verse 17. Join uh, with others in being imitators of me, right, I brothers. That too. It's crazy. He says this a lot. I mean, it's, this isn't the only time he says it. He will frequently in his letters say, look, just, just remember what I did and do that. I mean, that becomes his model right. of teaching. And it really shows um, that 
so much of the faith is more of an apprenticeship in faith yeah, yeah. than just a teaching. I mean, isn't that what discipleship is, though? I mean, right. Jesus literally, he, he gathered them, and he just, we, they spent time with him. And that's why it's so important that we understand and spend time with the Scriptures, with the, especially with the Gospels, that yes. we need to just pay attention in the way he related and the way he re- reacted and how he engaged the people that— that's that was their that was their school right that right. was their 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 training and their and their um, discipleship was just that it's interesting first off that was the the reading you did from Timothy was the reading that I that we did at my dad's funeral and is that right yeah. there's something beautiful about that right I've I've literally I've competed well I finished the race so it's beautiful but I love where he says join in others in, in being imitators of me um, join with others so he's already stating that people are already imitating him so right. join with others. But I remember one time I was at a men's retreat in Arizona, I believe. And somebody was, yeah, they were just doing, you know, how, how great I was doing this, that, and the other. And and I, and I made some reference like, um, you know, I struggle too or, or I have a hard time sometimes too. And it was really interesting. This guy just said, he said, no. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, no. He goes, I just need to believe that, that we can do it, that I can actually do it. And, <laughs> yeah. and, I, I, and at that moment, there was kind of this grace that I knew what he meant. I right. mean, it wasn't like he was putting me out to be perfect, but he just wanted to be able to know, like Paul, that there's somebody doing it. And you know, it just really, it kind of stopped me in my tracks that that on one level, yes, I realized that, that I struggle like anybody else, right? Right. But there is this sense of people want to be able to see people that, that they can look to and they yes. can inspire them. And right. so that's this tension, right? That, that I can't merely live my life so that everybody worried about what everyone else is thinking. But, but there is that, that Paul's be imitators of me and, and to be comfortable with that. And it's kind of this challenge that's always presented to me. So, well, yeah. and, and as we are celebrating the feast of St. Francis, how many people like yourself, yeah. imitators of Francis, yeah. like we, we want to see, we want to see it. We want to hear about it and, and see it lived out in a, in a, in a life, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, obviously Jesus is the perfect model of holiness, um, but then to see how others are able to do that is really edifying to us and is encouraging to us that, wow, okay, now I can, I can see how to do it. And really it is. It's about, as Francis says, it's missionary. Pope Francis says it's missionary disciples accompany missionary disciples. You know, it's that it's that idea of in this path of discipleship, we're together on this. It's not just, you know, reading a book in a corner, right, right, right. you know, but it's being with others. It's about relationships. And it's about discipling yeah. others. It's about opening our lives to help yeah, others grow that's in the good, faith. that's cool, Bobby, because I think that's something that we as Catholics, honestly, we don't use that term very. Right. It's kind of I mean, weird. Yeah, it's like, who are you discipling or who discipled you? Now, it's part of its language. It's, you know, it said, you know, who, who helped you in your faith? Who helped you? I mean, that's discipling. But... It is a word that would probably be good for us to try to adopt and, and be a little bit more intentional about. Yeah, yeah, because people, yeah, I've sometimes I've used that language, and someone's like, "Well, I'm a disciple of Jesus." It's like, well, yeah, we all are, but yeah. like, like Franciscans find their path to Jesus through imitating Francis. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you look at the whole church; we're trying to imitate Paul, and yeah. so it's not uncommon for someone to say, "Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna apprentice you. You know, follow me as I." As I follow yeah, Christ, yeah, and yeah. I think that's a important thing we, for us to do. Please, Lord, I think we've all had people in our life like that. I think of yeah. you know some of the friars that were so influential in my life when I was younger, and hopefully, I'm helping impact some of the younger friars now. But yeah, I that's think absolutely. I, I think of my I think of my grandmother. I think of my. Is that the one that was a pilot? Um, 
No, she was she just was my top grandmother. Gun. I thought she was top. That was gun. my uncle. Huh. But I also do think of my bionic aunt, who was a Carmelite hermit. Right. Yeah. If you haven't been able to tell, this is an evening podcast, everybody. <laughs> so uh, we, we apologize. And then one last thing as we conclude this. Um, he talks about those that have fallen away. Um, he says, many, and I've told you and I tell you, even in tears, become mm-hmm. enemies. Mm-hmm. Their end is destruction. Their God is their stomach. Their glory is their shame. Their minds occupied with earthly things. And, and Sometimes you can be so yeah, to just, the point. Yeah, just yeah. boom. And, yeah. and I think that too, you know, even as we're talking about earlier, guarding it, you know, my mind can just be so on earthly things. And mm-hmm. so, Lord, save us from that. And he reminds us, our citizenship is, is in, heaven, in heaven, and from it we also await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will change our lowly body to conform with his glorified body by the power that enables him to bring all things into subjection into himself, and that's the second coming. We look forward to the resurrection of the dead. And that particular text is quoted in the Catechism, uh, you know, regarding our hope in the resurrection of the dead and the future that awaits us. Amen. Amen. Would you close us in a prayer, Father Dave? I'm just so crazy right now. <laughs> I was going to mention. You I, need to watch the video, all no, the weird looks not. he's been giving me this whole but time. Just, just that, that our citizenship is in heaven. That ultimately our hope, our glory, I mean, that that's what we're about. So, yeah. Was it, um, who's the guy that wrote Seven Habits? Uh, Stephen Covey. No, not Seven Habits. Okay. Um, purpose-driven life. Wasn't that that we have a heaven? Rick Warren. Yeah, wasn't that one of the things is that the part, part of the purpose-driven life is that we're we're heaven-oriented, that, that whatever yeah. it is. So I, I just, I mean, ultimately that's what it's about. Our citizenship is there. So we keep we our eyes our fixed life, on right, things above right, and not right, things right. on earth. Yep. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, the blessings of uh, particularly the Feast of St. Francis, but just the many examples of faith that there are. We thank you for Paul uh, and his care and his concern for the people of Philippi and uh, just how that continues to inspire us. Jesus, we pray for those who are suffering in the hurricane yes, Lord. in Florida, Lord, that you just bring them your peace, um, bring them help that they need. Florida, Father, Georgia, the Carolinas, yeah, anybody yeah, 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 anybody yeah, affected please, by it. Yeah. Please. yeah, so Lord, we just turn that over to you. We thank you for your love and your faithfulness. Proud your blessing, particularly at this very moment, come with the listener who needs you most. Uh, the individual who's just had a fight with their spouse or with a child, that you bring them to your peace, Lord. May Almighty God fill them with your Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Father Dave. 100, baby. 100, 100. episode coming up. So there'll be no episode next week. None but next please, week, but shoot please. us an email. An your email. favorite moment. Favorite moment. Hope at franciscan.edu. That's hope at franciscan.edu, baby. Good night. Sleep tight. That's going to scare them.